Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Plenty of time for your calls in a half hour. We'll do how we feeling today because if you're a sports fan, it's been a while since we've checked in on just how you're feeling about your team, your star, your fantasy team, whatever it is you want to get into here. If you can get past the guys, you can get on the air. It's about 30 minutes from now. We'll tell you when to call. I don't want you sitting on hold for too long. I'm going to get into these power rankings here in a second, but we have to address what just happened on this program because there was a besmirching. Okay, Derek Jeter was besmirched on this program. He was besmirched by Carlos Correa on a podcast yesterday in which Correa said Derek Jeter never deserved to win any of his five gold gloves. I was going to get into whether or not that would impact the desire of a Yankee fan to have Correa on the team. Mm. He's already public enemy number one. He was a central figure on the cheating Astros who beat you, all the rest of that. Now you're going to have to hold your nose and get past that. Now he is besmirching the, the most beloved player in recent memory. I think to get to the having, I think I would say, that the last player that Yankee fans loved the way they loved Derek Jeter, I, I think at minimum you have to go back to Thurman Munson, mm-hmm. and you might have to go back to Mickey Mantle. <laughs> like, it's that level of attachment. So Hembo then just added to the besmirching when you said... That Derek Jeter, statistically, is the worst defensive player in the history of baseball. To which Nuno, who is a Yankee fan, said... This is why people shake nerds. This is, no, 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 did you mean to say hate nerds or did you mean no, to say no, no. shake nerds? No, no, I meant shake nerds. I meant like, I pictured, remember those like after ABC after school specials where they used to bully nerds and like <laughs> grab them and throw them in like lockers and all that stuff. Yeah. Like that's what I was picturing. Like this is why people do that because, and don't do this guys, the bullying is, you know, whatever. But like <laughs> there are times that you can, you should bully a grown man like Hembo who's using, you know, numbers because punching them into an Excel spreadsheet to, to just say something asinine and feel like he's comfortable enough to say that like that's what gets me is that that like you're, you're, you 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 want to stand behind numbers and not talk about the feel of the game and and the great plays he's made and give me an instance where he's cost him a world series or a playoff game because of his defense that, that, all that is fair right and mm-hmm. you knew that this was going to be the reaction right for, well, when you sure. post about this stuff because hembo again hembo for those of you who are new to the program i, I say this in all seriousness Hembo is probably the number one analytics person that we have and lives in it and has information on everything. And you put some stuff out there every now and again on Twitter that has to get like, I assume that 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 when if you post about this, you're going to get a million people tweeting at you. This is why people shake nerds. Right. Well, what happened? I woke up this morning and saw Derek Jeter's name trending. Right. I clicked on it. And the first tweet that I saw was my tweet yesterday saying that statistically, no player has hurt his team on defense more than Derek Jeter did with the fact that he cost his team 250 runs from fielding. So, yes, that's correct. All right. So I never got to ask Nuno my actual question, <laughs> which is, do you still want Carlos Correa on the Yankees? Listen, I'm still going to take him, but I'm at the point now where I believe he's not going to sign with the Yankees. I believe he's going to Detroit, and this is his only way to stay relevant is to take shots at a great man like Derek Jeter. <laughs> I mean, Carlos Correa is a much better shortstop than Derek Jeter by a long shot. By a long Does shot. Does Carlos Correa have a ring? 
I mean, a legitimate one. Like <laughs> he has legitimate. A, he has no legitimate rings. Okay, uh, yeah. but he's have a much a better day, shortstop than Derek Jeter. Have a good day. He has more gold gloves, but fewer legitimate rings. <laughs> he, has, he has he has fewer legitimate or illegitimate rings. He has one illegitimate ring. Jeter has four legitimate rings and five illegitimate gold gloves uh, and five illegitimate. See, you, you just you, you never. This is why people. This, this is, is why people shake nerds. Very quickly, let me come to uh, Bubba because I I heard Christine. Uh, was it Christine? Who just said it? Yeah, that 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 uh, did Noah Syndergaard sign with the Angels? Yeah, he did. We're, Thor is gone. This is a guy who I thought would be in town forever. I, this is one of those guys you just you never picture leaving. Like how uh, Bubba is a Met fan. How do you feel about Noah Syndergaard's departure? Uh, yeah, I mean I'm okay. I mean he was just always off and on hurt. So obviously the potential is always there, but. He pitched two innings last year, so I mean, but they we were off- great innings. Yeah, <laughs> we we offered him the qualifying offer, which is a little over, a little under ninety million. So he went to Los Angeles for two more million, and I mean that's a lot of money for someone who pitched two innings and is coming off surgery. So I liked him, but I think it was time to move on, and uh, I'm okay with it. And we actually just hired a GM too, so from the Angels, so we're swapping. And uh, things are looking <laughs> Pretty up. much a trade there, right? Epler for yeah. Syndergaard? Yes, Billy Epler is going to be the GM of the Mets now, who is best known for wasting the prime of Mike Trout. <laughs> oh, is that what he's best known for? That's exactly right. Well, uh, so, so now what you're doing is you have upset. This is why. This is why people shake nerds. I mean, you're now upsetting both Nuno and Bubba today for no obvious reason. I mean, I've said just true things. Derek Jeter was not a good shortstop, and Billy Epler, the GM of the Angels for the last five years, wasted the prime of Mike Trout. Outside of that, you're having a very good day. Hey, listen. Listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, which is a 10-part series exploring how sports impacts our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career. It's brought to you by State Farm and available wherever you get your podcasts. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. We haven't done a Green List in far too long. This is where I will select my top five, this, that, or the other, as voted on by me, exclusively me, and no one but me, the world's foremost authority on all matters. So ESPN's NFL Power Rankings came out today. They're hot off the presses. They have the Packers as the number one team in the NFL. The Titans, two. The Cardinals, three. The Cowboys, four. And the Rams, five. That's their list. But you don't listen to this show to hear their list. You listen to this show to hear my list. So these are today's green list. The five best teams in the National Football League. Number five. The Buffalo Bills. They've just had too many moments. Like, I think they're better than this. But there have been too many moments there that have made me question it. That, that, that Jacksonville game was bad. They lose to Tennessee. That, that's a showdown game. That's a team that needs to show you that it can rise to the occasion. I know that they were in the AFC Championship game last year, and they have their sights set on bigger things. It's a long season. I'm, I, I like Buffalo in the long run more than I like them this minute. Mm. But despite what they just did to the Jets, anyone could do that to the Jets. Alabama would beat the Jets. So I, I am not willing to put the Bills right this minute any higher than fifth. Oh, by the way, I got a text from Mr. Jim Kelly this morning. I woke up to a text from Jim ah, Kelly this fun. morning. I want to read you this. So if you were listening, so I've, you know, Jim and I uh, always have this annual bet on the Jets versus the Bills. So uh, the, the, I don't know why it took him a day, but after the Bills just absolutely wiped the field with the Jets the other day, I got a text last night from Jim Kelly. Hey, bud. One down, one to go. I can taste those steaks now. Yummy. With a bunch of emojis. So Jim Kelly is talking trash at me. The Bills are five. Number four. The Titans are four. 
If the Titans had Derrick Henry, I might be inclined to put them one. Mm. I just can't believe they're doing this. They got very lucky beating New Orleans this past week. They, they were the beneficiaries of a very bad call. It happens. I'm not diminishing them. Again, I think they're very good. Tannehill is better than people think. The receivers, the defense has improved. But in the absence of Derrick Henry, I just can't put them high. I just don't think they're as good as the three teams I put them ahead of. And the way I'm, I'm gauging this is, if these teams played each other on a neutral site this weekend, who would I favor? So, for example, number three, I'm putting New England three. The Patriots are good, like really good. They are, Jeff Saturday said it perfectly this morning. We've always said that Bill Belichick is playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. Well, now everyone else is trying to play chess, and Bill Belichick is punching them in the face. He's walking up and shaking the nerds. This is why people shake nerds. He is shaking the nerds. Everyone else is going out and getting like a whole bunch of receivers. He went out and got a fullback. That's the way he's playing. He is playing physical. Their defense is good and getting great. The offensive line, they run it no matter who's there and who's not. They run it down your throat. And Mac Jones is getting good and is going to be special. This is a team that's gotten better and better and better as the season's gone on. And I'm telling you right now, they are dangerous. Right now, there's no team the Patriots couldn't beat. I've got them at three. Number two. Two is the Packers. I I began this season by saying Aaron Rodgers will leave Green Bay because they haven't put a good enough team around him to win with. That's just not true. I guess I'm wrong about that. This defense, I don't know how it went from their defense being a liability to being outstanding, but it's great. And assuming that Rodgers does not suffer any long-term debilitating effects of having had COVID and, and just bounces back to his regular self quickly, they look great. They've got the defense. Aaron Jones' injury, knock on wood, wasn't that bad. He's going to be out one to two weeks. It looked worse. They have Devontae and all these guys, and that defense is great. And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. So right now, I, I ESPN.com's power ranking put them number one, and I thought about putting them number one. But the truth is, if they were playing number one, the Dallas Cowboys this week on a neutral field, I would favor Dallas. I will say I believe the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL because they can beat you however you want to play them. They have an elite quarterback. They have an elite running game. They have... Do they have the best receiving core in the NFL? They have the deepest, for sure. Is there a better receiving core than those three guys? Tampa, Plus the tight end? Yeah, Tampa. I mean, they have all their guys, though. Yeah. It's up there anyway, Mm -hmm. right? One way or another, they have an extraordinary... And the defense is getting better and better. They're well-coached on that side of the ball. They have been at some times dominant. At other times, they've been um, opportunistic. Right now, I believe the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. So that's my list of the top five teams. Today's green list, I've got the Bills at five. I've got the Titans at four. I've got the Patriots at three. The Packers at two. And the Cowboys at one. Now, it would be totally different if you're asking me who I think it will be at the end. So we will pause, and then I will ask the members of the hashtag crew today's question of the day which is if you had to bet your house on one team right this minute to win the Super Bowl, who would it be? That's coming up next. Plus, you will hear the last thing in the world you were expecting to hear today from the greatest coach of all time. Those are next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. What I just gave you was my green list of the top five teams in the NFL. My top five right now, my power rankings, if you will, were my green list. At five, I have Buffalo. At four, I have Tennessee. At three, I have the Patriots. At two, I have Green Bay. At number one, I believe the Dallas Cowboys right now are the best team. But that is totally different than if you're asking who I think it will be at the end. So today's question of the day is, if you have to bet your house, you have to bet an amount of money that matters deeply to you on one team right this minute to wind up winning the Super Bowl, who would it be? And Bubba, I start with you. Now, we know you are a crazed fan of the Dallas Cowboys. You've been wearing the jerseys and all the rest of that. But this isn't about that. This is about risking something of value to you who would you bet on right now is going to wind up winning the Super Bowl? Well, as much as I would like to bet the Cowboys, I just can't do that. They're close, though. Very close. I'd bet my second house. <laughs> but my main house, I'm going to bet the Bucks Because as I've said, and we've both said, I'm not betting against Tom Brady as long as he's suiting up. If he's got a helmet on, I'm betting on Tom Brady. And I actually like the fact that they're facing some adversity recently, some losses, so they can kind of fix what's going on. Arians will get them focused on the playoffs. So I'm taking Tom Brady and the Bucks if I had to bet on any team. All right, I'm impressed. I'm proud of Bubba for not just going the the, the obvious way. I was positive he was going to Me wind too. up taking the Cowboys, and, and but he made the pick. I like that pick. Nuno, the same question to you. If you had to bet that palatial estate of yours in central Connecticut – on one team right now to win the Super Bowl, which team would it be? I'm going to go with the team that's actually beaten the quote-unquote top teams in the NFL, which is the Tennessee Titans. Hmm. No other team has done what they've done currently, which is beating the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, Saints. Uh, now, at the end of the day, the Rams not, might not be as good as we thought, the Chiefs, obviously, and so forth. But until someone beats the Titans and or does what they've done, I'm taking the Titans. I like that. I do like that pick. It's not mine, but I do like it. Again, 
is Derrick Henry coming back? Like when he first got hurt, they said it was season ending. And then I felt like there was like a story that it wasn't necessarily season ending. Maybe he could go back for the playoffs. What do we know? I thought that they left the door open that he could wind up coming back. So that would change everything. Yeah. With Mm -hmm. Derrick Henry, I would take the time. I would, I would be very tempted to take the Titans right now. I like that pick Nuno. I like it. And it's very much an eye test kind of pick because I'm sure the analytics would not favor that pick. And that's why this is why people shake nerds. uh, This is unquestionably my favorite quote of the day from Nuno. All right. uh, Hembo, you have that house on Lake Hopatcong. Mm. In New Jersey, which is what again? <laughs> the largest lake in New Jersey. It, it, is the, it is the largest lake in the state of New Jersey, which I think is, is uh, information I didn't previously It's something have. everyone should know. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, in case you woke up this morning thinking, I wonder what the largest lake in the state of New Jersey is. Now you know. You're welcome. Which team would you bet that house on to win the Super Bowl? I would bet on the Green Bay Packers right now. That team has the number three defense in the NFL. Without its two best players, I think that will be an elite unit at the end of the season. That unit is outperforming an offense on the other side, quarterbacked by Aaron Rodgers, whom I am confident will become Aaron Rodgers again quite soon. And so I'm putting my money on the Packers, who I do think have the inside track to be the number one seed in the conference. That, that's a really good pick. I, look, I can't argue with any of these. The Titans are terrific. The Packers probably make sense. They feel more Super Bowl-worthy than they have in the last few years because their defense looks so good. I just can't bet against Brady. I'm, I'm going to go with Tampa again. I picked them before the season, and I told you I'm just never betting against him. So if I had to bet my house, I, I would bet it on Brady because he's just, he's just foiled me too many times. <laughs> and th- they are that good. Like, I don't. If they wind up at Lambeau, see, I don't, I'm not scared of Lambeau. He went to Lambeau and beat them last year. I know that the defense mm-hmm. in Green Bay last year didn't look as good as it does right now. I just think they're going to get it together. Here's the thing. With that exception, with the Buccaneers last year as the exception, 15 of the last 16 teams to reach the Super Bowl did so with a first-round bye. Obviously, there is only one this year. I think it will be especially important. I'm not counting on the Bucs being able to do that two years in a row. No, me neither. That, that would be a long way to go. I think the Cowboys are going to wind up with that bye. Hmm. Right, and they just they have the worst division. They do. Um, so, well, ha- how many times have they played the Eagles so far? Just once. Just once, and they beat they have the one Eagles. more game. The Eagles are getting better though. That game's week seventeen. Um, That's less easy. Excuse me, week eighteen. There's a chance it won't matter at all for the Cowboys. So. Uh, it, it might matter a lot for the Eagles. It will matter. It's, it's likely to matter for the Eagles. Anyway, those are our picks here, Greeny. I, I, you can tune into the ESPN Daily podcast. Brings you a deep dive into a single story from one of our hundreds of reporters. Is presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. It's available wherever you enjoy your podcast. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Meanwhile, I just had to play this. I told you you're going to hear the last thing in the world you were expecting to hear today from the greatest coach of all time. In fact, I'm going to play you two sound bites, and you can make your own choice which one's the greatest coach of all time. Because the first one I'm going to play you is from Nick Saban, and the second one is from Bill Belichick. Which one of those guys is the best football coach of all time, by the way? Is it Bill? I think it's Bill. They're, they're different. If you want to argue for Nick, well, just because one's on the, each level. It, yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's a bad question. I think it's a flawed question. Because like, if I asked you, Coach well, so now you're critiquing Phil my Jackson question. or you know, John Wooden or Phil Jackson, I mean, that's not the right question to ask. I think it is the right question to ask. Who do you, who do you think is a greater coach? Between who and who? Saban and Belichick. See, it's not apples to apples, so I don't, exactly I don't think it's a I'm good saying. question. I know that, but I like it better when I say that. Anyway, one way or the other, 
Um, I'm going to play you both of them. And remember, these guys have been have been best friends forever. Saban was Bill's defensive coordinator in Cleveland. So Saban goes on a Sunday countdown, hilariously, and he starts talking about Bill, and he starts talking about the fun they had when they were together in Cleveland, and he says this. I think the most unbelievable thing that nobody would ever think happened is, you know, Bill and I used to go to concerts all the time. We went to see the Eagles, uh, we went to see, you know, Joe Walsh, uh, Ringo Starr, Phil Collins. Uh, so, you know, everybody's got all these serious moments about, you know, coaching games and all that type of thing. But uh, we had a little bit of fun every now and then, too. So Saban says that. So to their everlasting credit, Belichick goes on WEEI today, and they ask him about going to concerts with Saban, and here's what he says. We went to a few, and, and uh, you know, Nick went to, went to college with Joe Walsh at Kent State. So, um, you know, it's a good connection there with Joe. And, you know, when John came up, uh, you know, he had some shows in Cleveland and all that. So, yeah, Nick, Nick's great. We had really a lot of, you know, did a lot of social things together. You know, Terry, she's, she's definitely the life of the party, too, so... Um, you know, they, they, we always had a great time with them and, and, um, you know, shared some, shared some great experiences there. So, so Hembo's hysterical. I mean, why, why are you laughing that hard? Because the way he describes social things, it was the first time in years where he has had to describe fun that he had. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Social like, things. What would you give to go to a Joe Walsh concert with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick? <laughs> Does anyone even know who Joe Walsh is? He, he was in the Eagles, and then he went off on his own. Oh, and he, Joe he, Walsh is great. Yeah. He had a very famous song called Life's Been Good to Me So Far. He had this, my Maserati does 185. I lost my license, now I don't drive. It's, it's a, it was a very famous song a very long time ago. It doesn't sound to me like anyone here knows that. Does no one here know that song? Bubba, you know the song, oh, right? Yeah, I, I've seen him live. He's great. You've seen Joe wow. Walsh live? Well, he opened for Tom Petty, but yeah. Okay, fair enough. Right? I mean, I know who he is, regardless. Did you see Belichick or Saban at that concert? <laughs> no, I wasn't, in, I wasn't in Cleveland. It was here in Hartford. But, I mean, I would pay, oh. I don't know, probably a couple thousand dollars to go to that. Oh, for sure. All I right, would, I'll tell you my— I would love to see I have see a Belichick-John Bon Jovi story. I'll, I'll tell you that. I think I've told it before, but what the heck, I'll tell it again. And then we'll get the calls lined up here. So let's do that right now. Let's line them up. The game is just called How We Feeling. I want to hear how you're feeling about your team, your favorite player, whatever the case may be. If you're a sports fan, right now you got a feeling. And I want to hear what it is at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. And very quickly, I have seen Bill Belichick rock out. I think I've told you that story before. But we were at a fundraiser. Mike and I were hosting a fundraiser for Charlie Weiss, who has a wonderful charity called Hannah and Friends. And Belichick is there. And Bon Jovi comes and does a little private concert. It was in the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in Manhattan. And it was a huge room, tons of people. Great fun, great event. And Mike and I are done for our, with our responsibilities tonight. Literally the last thing we had to do was say, ladies and gentlemen, John Bon Jovi. And he comes out on the stage, and he's got a little scaled-down version of his band, and he plays a few songs, and then they start playing the very well-known guitar intro to the song, um, what's the song, I'm a Cowboy, and I said, Wanted Dead or Alive. And, the, you know, play starts clapping, and then he says, I tell you what, I will donate $10,000, I mean, it may have been 50000 I forget what he said, but some huge amount of money to this charity if Bill and Charlie come up here right now and sing this song, and they did. And Bill Belichick and Charlie Weiss went up there and sang Wanted Dead or Alive with John Bon Jovi. That's great. And when I tell you, it was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is you think it would be, it was better. Like They sang. Bill was so uncomfortable. Charlie was loving it. (laughs) Charlie was getting into it like he was Richie Sambora. And uh, and Bill was just kind of being Bill up there. But it was it was a very nice moment. So anyway, I have seen those guys rock out. But it was somewhat funny to hear Belichick and Saban talking that way. Anyway, all right, in 30 seconds time for your calls on how we feel in here on ESPN Radio. I'll spend those 30 seconds telling you about Vivid Seats. You know, with the safe return of live events, you can actually be there to catch all the action in person with Vivid Seats. Every alley-oop slam, every one-timer, every sideline grab can be experienced live. And with Vivid Seats rewards, you can earn rewards like free tickets. All you have to do is you collect these stamps, you redeem, you repeat. It's that easy. From upper level to courtside, Vivid Seats has you covered for all the events that matter to you. So grab your tickets today. Cheer on your favorite team from the stands. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. And with that, we go to the phones here uh, at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The question is, how we feeling, Bubba? Who is up? We're going to start with Jay. All right, Jay, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Jay, how we feeling? Great. How about yourself? Good. You don't sound so good to me. Um, be, be, the the um, what is going on with your phone there? To try that again. How, how are we feeling, Jay? Great. I can't complain at all. Oh, much better. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. would definitely go with the Titans if Henry comes back uh, because of the way they're playing on defense and the way the offense is just generating. But I have to go with Packers since we are unclear on Henry. Uh, their defense, their running game is is going well. A.A. Ron, he's got the chip on his shoulder from the mm-hmm. COVID debacle or kerfuffle uh, you like to uh, use with uh, Pollock. And uh, maybe his last year in Green Bay, uh, and, and he could be getting you know a big payday going somewhere else that he would be more comfortable with you know, riding out his career. Thank you, Jay. My, my, my theory is he stays now. My theory is that Rogers is going to stay, and I think they're going to make that deep playoff run. I appreciate the call uh, as we continue along here. Uh, Bubba, who's next? From Jay to Ray. All right, Ray, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. As a sports fan today, Ray, how are we feeling? Feeling pretty good about my Eagles, and not just the one, not the Joe Walsh one, uh, but the uh, football team. <laughs> yeah, Tell Feeling me pretty why. good. Uh, the, question is, the question is, what do you do with the draft picks? Is Jalen Hurts 
a keeper, or do you throw him throw him back and try to improve with the kid from Liberty or uh, Matt Corral? You answer we'll that question for me, Ray. Answer the question: Is is is, is Jalen Hurts your starting quarterback next year? I say yeah, but if you asked me two weeks ago, I would have said no. Um, past couple of weeks, he's improved. You can get the D lineman uh, or the safety from Notre Dame with one of the picks, and then maybe some other needs that the Eagles have. Maybe the, maybe the much maligned coach actually has some idea what he's doing over there, Mr. Hembo. Well, he You're finally, ready to run Sirianni out of town on a rail. Well, he finally started listening to us. We, we called the radio station and we said, run the football. And he has done that the last three weeks. He had the number one offense in the NFL during that time. And also, Greeny, over that span, Jalen Hurts is the number one rated quarterback. So the formula that they have right now is working. And the fan base saw it. You know, why why did you do it ago. that way? Why did you do that very uh, animated? Run the football. What is it? What's an imitation of? That's like my Rex Ryan like, you sound nothing animal. like Rex Ryan, though. I mean, that, that didn't run the football. Yeah, that's just I'm, awful. I'm still not getting there. This is why. This is why people shake nerves. Uh, <laughs> I should stop. Uh, next caller, who is up next, Bubba? Next up, we have Matt. Matt, you're on with us here. Matt, uh, as a sports fan, how are we feeling, Matt? Uh, I'm feeling okay. You know, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, and uh, you know, we played a terrible game, but we're all banged up. Um, we were seven and five at one point last year, and when I run the second half of the season. So um, I still feel confident in the, in the Bucks and in our uh, QB1, Tom Brady. Where do you live there, Matt? Uh, right outside of West Tampa. Okay. If, if you had to bet that palatial estate of yours right outside of West Tampa on who was going to win the Super Bowl at the end of this year, be honest, who would you pick? Uh, you know, I, I think the Rams could give us a run for our money, especially if we got to, you know, travel across the country. But if we can lock up the one seed, I, I still feel confident. You know, yeah. it's definitely going to be an NFC team this year. I like it. It's a good call, Matt. Thank you very much. Enjoy the sunshine down there. I'm freezing my bunions off up here. Your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up and fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Ryan. All right, Ryan, you're a sports fan. How are we feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I was a little tired after watching my 49ers last night, but I'm feeling a little underappreciated for Kyle Shanahan and how he handled McVay and that team last night. Uh, all the programs this morning are just saying what's wrong with the Rams, what's wrong with Stafford, and not a lot is being said about how Shanahan really just took that game plan and took away their pass rush by making their receiver a running back and just really used his best players and took away their best players last night. And yep. everyone's kind of given up on the 49ers. I don't think we're dead. I don't think we're Super Bowl champions at this point. But I think a little bit more credit needs to be given to Shanahan and uh, not so much worried about McVay and the Rams. It's a good call. Now, they always beat the Rams, first of all. What, are they beating them five straight times mm-hmm. or something? So they always beat the Rams. I, I agree with you on the Debo Samuel move, like that, that was a creative use of him. I find Kyle Shanahan a fascinating figure hmm. because, like, I feel like, I feel like there are people who were talking about if this season were to go downhill that he might get fired. I, I feel like that's a topic of mm-hmm. conversation. And then I think there are other people who say he's like the best offensive coach in the entire NFL. Well, which is it? Like, <laughs> both those things can't be true. You can't have the best coach in the NFL and fire him. Mm-mm. I know they've never had a winning season except the season they went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But that's a pretty big except. Now, and the caller just said, well, I don't know that we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, that's kind of the, the standard you set for yourself. The big question there is what's going on with the quarterback? 
you made the aggressive move to go up there to three and you took the, the kid, uh, you know, from North Dakota State. And right now you're trying to win these games with Jimmy G and that's fine. If the idea here is the Trey Lance is going to sit the whole season, that's certainly fine by me. <clears throat> but you only do that if you're winning. So they needed that win last night to keep their season alive. They got it. They're four and five. The season is longer than ever before. They could still make a run, and I wouldn't put it past them to do it. Uh, would you be stunned if the 49ers made a second-half run? I would not be stunned. But Take that, it this, Give me their schedule. Who they have coming up. That, that division, though, is really tough. Let me it's tough. Their schedule. But Seattle looked awful the other day. Now Russell will get better. Yeah, they do. So, but they're no good. So, the, so next they have, they go to, uh, to Jacksonville. That's a win. They host the Vikings. That's a win. At Seattle. That's a win. At Cincinnati. I have no idea what to make of Cincinnati, but let's just say for the sake of argument, they go three and one in those games. Now all of a sudden they're seven and six. And they get the Falcons. You're going to be right. So that's eight and six. Mm-hmm. So you're right in the playoff. I think they're going to be in the thick of it. Okay. I really do. I think the 49ers are going to be in the thick so of Seattle it. So Seattle finishes last, you think, in that division? I do. Okay. And, I think, and I think Russell Wilson is the quarterback of the Eagles next mm. year. Uh, which, which, or, or maybe the Dolphins, which, which begs the question. That's why we won't go back to the Jalen Hurts thing. Mm-hmm. The best thing that could happen for the Eagles is if Jalen Hurts really turns out to be the goods. Absolutely. Is he? Yes. Jalen Hurts has been good this year. Once they figured out how to use him, when you have Jalen Hurts, what you immediately have if you, off, if you game plan correctly is a top five run game. He is improving as a passer, perhaps even quicker than most people expected. And if you add three first round picks to that roster with a bunch of cap space now that Carson Wentz's dead money will be off the books, there's no obvious reason why the Eagles couldn't win 10 or 11 games next year. Okay, I like it. I, I like the optimism one way or the other. I think Nuno, just that sound you heard was Nuno falling to the ground <laughs> as all these teams in the NFC East get good. Uh, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, give me another one. Who's you got? Yeah, we have uh, Nuno from Connecticut and Control Room 2 is upset about <laughs> something. All right, Nuno, you're on here. What, how are we feeling? Uh, well, I'm trying to figure this out. Hembo, in all those Derek Jeter Hayden stats, oh, God, um, what was his defensive rating? Or did he call, you know, cost the Yankees any runs in that 2009 World Series when they beat? I uh, can't remember. What team did they beat that year? Uh, they beat the Phillies. Yeah, year. yeah. So so did he cost his, his team any games that game? Any uh, games that series? It's a good question. He, he did not cost his team any World Series games with his defense. And, you know, what I merely pointed out was that on balance over a 20-year career, he was a dreadful defensive shortstop, and the Yankees won championships in spite of that. I mean, you're a married I'm not married, but you're a married man. So, like, just say you're wrong. Like, <laughs> haven't you learned how to just say you're wrong? Well, my wife also loves Derek Jeter, so this might be a problem once I get home. Yeah. She loves everybody you hate. Everybody. She loves all the people you don't think are very good. Uh, anyway, this debate, which we had earlier on the program, led to Nuno saying my new favorite thing that has ever been said in the history of the English language. This is why people shake nerds. This is why people shake nerds. And that my favorite thing about it is the enunciation. The more times I listen to that, not only that he chose to say shake nerds, But he didn't say shake nerds. He said shake nerds. He went up on the nerds. Like it was so, it was, it was not the end of a thought. No. It was the middle of a thought. This is why people shake nerds. This is why people shake nerds. (laughs) He's got more to say. Can I speak on behalf of lots of nerds though? There are a lot of baseball nerds who have been dying to go on that Derek Jeter defense rant that I did on, a, on the radio. So honestly, I don't, I don't really care what Nuno thinks or what my wife thinks or what anyone thinks. It was extremely satisfying. You ever see the movie Revenge of the Nerds? I've not. You've not seen that I've movie? I've never seen that movie. Should I watch that Jeez. movie? It's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, yes. What, what was the punchline there? Was there a... If I had said yes, what is... What were no, you, like, what I was you thinking this is, your, you're, this is you're telling me this is your revenge. Oh, this is time. the revenge of the nerds. Big time. 
Because Derek Jeter is cool and good looking and, and dated basically every famous oh, woman in America. If, if, if you gave Derek Jeter and had the a option, cell phone room. If you gave, yes, if you gave Derek Jeter the option of being embraced by the sabermetric community <laughs> or the supermodel community, he made the right choice. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, who has, who, again, I, I'm not even going to say what I'm going to say <laughs> because it's not a nice thing to say. Uh, but, but like, who did it better? Like you know, you know the like who wore it better right. or whatever. Like Derek Jeter managed to maintain like an above it all kind of quality about himself while dating every famous woman. I remember doing a thing. We did a thing. No, no, lose the music here. I'm gonna tell a story. This is a very long time ago now. We did a thing um, called like the Hot Index or something like that. Like which players in sports were the most popular in culture. Okay. And I, I forget what the criteria were, whatever it was. But we did like a whole thing about that. Stuart hosted it. And I was a part of it. And we did an event. And we had all these different people. And we had like all these Hollywood movie stars that were coming through to do um, like movie junkets and all that kind of stuff. And we were asking them questions about the different athletes. And what we came to realize, Stuart and I started to laugh, is like of the six people that we had lined up, of the six women we had lined up, Derek Jeter had been publicly linked to five of them. (laughs) We couldn't ask any of them this question because all of them dated Derek Jeter. So, okay, I got one last thing to say before the show is over today. Okay. All right? Everyone else has gotten mad at you. Bubba has gotten mad at you. Nuno has gotten Mm. mad at you. Your wife has gotten mad at you. Now I'm going to get mad at you. It is an abject disgrace that Randy Arozarena was named the Rookie of the Year last year. Give me his postseason numbers from the year before. So last year in the postseason, he played... Not last year. Not the year in which he was named Rookie of the Year. The year before his rookie season. 2020. How many playoff games did he play in? 20. 20 playoff games. 86 at-bats. 86 postseason at-bats. 20 playoff games is the equivalent of like 60 regular season games. 84 at-bats. And what were his numbers? He had 10 homers, 29 hits, and 64 total bases. A person who had 64 total bases in the playoffs the year before absolutely should not be eligible to be the rookie of the year. It is an, it is an outrage. I don't understand why. If, if, are you suggesting that his, his playoff participation should count towards his rookie eligibility? Yes, of course. But then I'm suggesting. Let me ask you a question. Okay. If a college football player plays in four games, Mm -hmm. he loses his red shirt. There is a line at which a player has to lose his red shirt in baseball. Uh And 10 postseason home runs, (laughs) to me, is that line. No, the the rule uh, right now, and as it has always been, is 130 regular season at The rule sucks. The people make these rules, and they are terrible. <laughs> the, 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 the idea that they separate the postseason from the regular season is just patently it's ridiculous. Nerds. It's them damn nerds. This is why people shake nerds. This oh. is why people shake nerds. But as a public service, don't shake a nerd. It's not nice. All right, we'll see you tomorrow on ESPN right here. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.